Agents Podcast. Welcome to the Lab Code Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by the Lab Code Agents Marketing Center. The LCA Marketing Center is designed specifically for the real estate world. It's a design center for marketing that has templates created so you can just plug and play. From flyers, postcards, buyer presentations to open house signs and Instagram posts. Check it out for free for seven days at lcamarketingcenter.com. In this week's episode of the Lab Code Agents podcast, Tristan and I talked to Ben Bacall about how he built his luxury business in L.A. by door knocking. That's right, door knocking in Beverly Hills. And he still does it today. Ben also continues to innovate, and he shares his latest technology creation designed to generate free leads for agents. So let's tune in and find out more. Hey, Lab Code Agents. Welcome to the Lab Code Agents podcast. Jeff, you have this sexy voice when you do the intro. Welcome to the Lab Code Agents podcast. I don't know about that, man. You just stole you just stole my thunder right there. So all my all my energy is just completely compressed there. That's it. We're done. All right. So today I've got my co-host Jeff Fitzer. And we're lucky enough to be interviewing Ben Bacall. What's up, Ben? Thanks for being with us. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Dude, well, uh, we're very excited to have you because uh, you're a different breed of real estate agent. So uh, I, I love that. I love what you stand for and what you continually create and then reinvent. So, uh, dude, let's let's get right into it. There are some people that are listening that don't know uh, who you are or how you started. So let's let's do kind of like a short intro on your end. Tell us how you got started into real estate. My mother was actually a real estate agent in uh, Toronto, Canada. And uh, she said, do not get into this business. You're going to kill yourself. <laughs> I didn't listen to her at all. And uh, I saw her, you know, making 10, 20, $30,000 checks. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty easy. But uh, it's not. And uh, I flew into Los Angeles and started to get into the entertainment business. And I needed to make some extra cash. So I got my license and I went for a top producer by the beach. And her name was Sandy Barons. And Sandy Barons, of course, was her tagline. And she said, what should I? I said, what should I do, Sandy? She goes, go door knocking for me. Because she was like a lady in her late 60s. And she was probably older. She wasn't about to go do that. But I did. And uh, I went. It was it was. It was 2005, right before the crash, when literally you could put like a sign in the yard and people would be writing offers on the top of their car, right? Remember that? It was like a yeah, great- The like, best time. They gave loans to people that worked at Burger King, right? To buy million dollar homes. Yeah, even Jeff got a loan. You just had to have a pulse. You just had to have a pulse, that's it. Basically. So essentially I went door knocking uh, and just every day I was like hitting one door after another and I got all these listings. I didn't know, really didn't know what I was doing. And <laughs> I got these listings and Sandy would come in and help me like get the deal. I'd close it 30 days later and then she cut the check and she'd get like 60% of it and I'd get 40%. And I'd be like, hmm, this isn't working very well. I'll do this. <laughs> Dude, so, so on the door knocking side, when you were door knocking, what area were you door knocking? I was actually Venice Beach before like Snapchat and Google went in there, right before it was really hot. And 
there's actually areas of Venice Beach that were a little shady. Like if I like left at like six or seven p.m., you'd start hearing gunshots. I'd be like, yeah, I think oh, I should leave now. My time's up. But my first year of real estate, I saw, I, I made three hundred ninety-four thousand dollars in commissions. I remember the exact amount because it was I went from basically being broke and and having an apartment with with a friend to, to be able to buy my own condo for 700 grand that year. So that was really dope. Dude, I love that. So when you were door knocking, what would you, why were you so successful? Do you think, what were you dropping off? What were you saying? It was just being happy and, and smiling and looking like people want to talk to me because I'm just being a nice guy, being charming, being charismatic and saying your house is amazing. If there's any possibility I could bring a buyer your way, would you be interested in selling? And one out of a hundred people would say yes. And I'd make sure every single day one person said yes. And then I would bring a buyer to their door and either that buyer would say, yes, I'm into it. Or I bring another agent's buyer and leverage other agents in my office to bring more buyers. Next thing you know, I built a rapport with that seller. And I said, look, imagine if you let me take a bunch of photos, uh, even if they're on my phone, and uh, share that with the world and I'll bring you tons of buyers. And most people said, okay, I'll give you a shot. You seem like a, you put your best foot forward, gave me a listing, boom, I sold it. And then I just kept on rinse, rinse and repeat. And I, I learned that that channel was working for me and I just continued uh, getting, getting listings. Um, were you door knocking? To, were you door knocking specifically to like uh, Fizbo's or were you just door knocking in general and just convincing them that they might want to sell their house? Exactly. I was just door knocking in general and just hitting door by door and seeing who wanted to sell. I actually didn't hit expires until like seven years later. That probably would have been a little bit better. <laughs> uh, expires, they were actually motivated sellers. But then again, looking back on it, I didn't have the track record to get it to get expires probably because they already been through the ringer with like a prior agent and they probably would go to like the next top agent. So I was just going to like new people that were just thinking of selling. And then I'd write down on like a little, um, in my text message, I'd put in buy Venice, sell Venice Beach, 6th Street, Diana, sell Debbie, Diana, the, the Walk Streets. And I'd use that as my, as my CRM. I didn't even have like a proper top read. And it was just like, and it was interesting because like, like I hit so many doors that like at some point every other week i'd go on i'd go on the multiple listing service i'd say oh man that was the house i hit like a month ago Damn. <laughs> like i didn't follow up with them and then i realized i needed to create some kind of you know crm to be able to follow up with people to make sure those leads didn't slip through the cracks that's interesting dude so how did you transition out of venice or venice the venice beach area into selling a million-dollar home. Yeah, into like selling a kabillion-dollar home in Bel Air and Beverly Hills. How the hell did that happen? So it's interesting. Um, not interesting. Maybe sad because <laughs> I, I in two thousand nine, when the market crashed, I it was actually a good time because everyone wanted to sell. But I started a tech company around then that failed, and I started and and I lost a lot of money, and to the point where my family was like, you need to go bankrupt, right? And you need to declare bankruptcy. And I had to like rent my apartment and go, go back with a, a roommate. And I remember the pivotal moment when I said, look, I, I, I talked to my mom, who was the former real estate agent. I said, mom, I got to get back in the business. She's, she's like, you did so well in Venice between the 500 and $2 million mark, go hustle those deals. 
And I'm thinking of my, and she's like, that's what you gotta go do. And I'm like, you know what? No, I need to make big money here. I got some debt to, 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 get, to, to get rid of. So instead of door knocking those neighborhoods, I went to like Truesdale and Beverly Hills and the Bird Streets and started hitting doors that are a little more expensive. No way. And, and it worked. And lo and behold, it worked. I just, I kept on, I went up, I went, I went up, I remember going up on the street called Blue Jay Way, where, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I think the Beatles, that they, they, they owned a home on Blue Jay Way and they, they had a, and I knocked on that door when Charlie, Charlie Theron lived up there and yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio lived up there and, who else? Uh, Did you ever find Leo DiCaprio with just a hat and a shirt and shorts and be like, what's up, Ben? Well, check this out. It's a really cool story. Ready? <laughs> All right. So I'm knocking up and down on Blue Jay Way, and I'm doing my same spiel that I got a buyer because we all have buyers, guys, right? They're in our office. All I got to do is an office meeting. Be like, hey, guys, I got this pocket. Who, who do you have for it? And then you oh. got a buyer to bring, right? So then you look really good. So I did this, I got into this uh, Dr. Rappaport's house and he actually wasn't expired. And I, I got a shot to list it. Finally, after bringing one or two buyers, he's like, okay, I'll let you list it. Took some pictures, put it up there, did an open house. And Leonardo DiCaprio walks into my house and he goes, he goes, this is really cool. My mom's here. Meet my mom. And I'm, and I met his mom and his mom's like, uh, Maybe we should buy this house. I said, yeah. I'm like, well, listen, if you don't buy this house, I door knocked five homes like right around your, your property, one on Oriole, one on Oriole Way. Uh, Grant, you know Grant Cardone, the sales guy? Yeah. I, I door knocked his. He's got a great tennis court. You know, he's like, if you ever want to see them, let me know. So the next day I get a phone call from Leo's office, and he's like, they're like Leo wants you to show Leo wants you to show him those three homes that you talked about yesterday on Sunday. Whoa! I'm like, I'm like oh, yes, dude. I'm like that was cool. My adrenaline was rushing. I'm like, dude, I like I went from like being broke and up, you know I made a lot of money in Venice Beach and then had my my troubles like everyone did in life. And uh, I was out with Leo the next day, and I got I called all three sellers. I'm like, hey, can I get into, can I get into your properties? I have a super I have a mega celebrity. I can't really say who it is, but let's just say he's the biggest celebrity on the planet. And I got him into these I got him in, yeah I got him to these three homes with like all his whole posse came through, and he, I remember him saying like he's like dude he's like you're the man he's like I've been living here for 15 years I've never even seen these homes before, and I got into those homes and he referred me to a couple big players some billionaires and then those billionaires introduced me to some other billionaires that e that year I sold two properties one for 20 million I set a record in, in Truesdale for 20 million and uh, 15 million in the, in the post office and the rest was history I just leveraged those sales and it's all about leverage right even on a small on a small scale to a big scale so I just kind of I let people know so I even had to like sellers I had to bring the sellers on the phone with like other business managers like did Ben really sell the house for twenty million? Because that's nothing's ever sold for that price. I'm like, I'm not lying. I swear. <laughs> and they, I had to verify the deal with these like lawyers and business managers, and then I got more listings, more listings, and no way. Try and created a bit of a market. Well, you know, something that stands out, Ben and, and Jeff, is the fact that you pretty much had to start all over from scratch, right? You went out to door knock, which people people say suck and they hate and it doesn't work. And then 
you leveraged all those people around that one house that you had talked to and felt that you could probably get a good buyer in there and they would sell. You had the you had the knowledge to be able to do that, dude. And a lot of people are just scared to say, well, this person and this person is probably thinking of selling from what they've told me. And you pieced it all together. I mean, you leveraged everything around you really well. Yeah, thank you. I guess if you don't ask, you don't get in life, right? Yeah, but that's that's just super surprising. Jeff, what do you think, man? You know, there's a couple couple points there. One is that I think a lot of people, and the reason people fail in real estate, what is it, 87% within the first five years, uh, because they can't, they can't stomach failure. But I think there's one common thread. So I'm interviewing all these super successful people on this podcast all the time. And it's everybody is has failed and sometimes two three four five times but they bounce back and i think that's a, that's an awesome message i love it but i just have a, a simple question when you were actually door knocking these homes number one didn't most of them have gates and two how often <laughs> how often did you actually did the celebrity uh the grant cardone the leo dicaprio did they actually answer the door <laughs> okay so i, I knocked on canna reeves door and he was super cool. <laughs> he, he came to the door. He's like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> was, he holding a surf, was he holding a surfboard or something? <laughs> That's hilarious, man. What's up, dude? What's up, dude? I'm like, do you want to sell your house? He's like, nah, not man, not now, but thanks for coming by. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knocks on his door anymore. Yet, but there's a lot of patrol up there right now. His, ha- his lot next door just sold to Bernardo now for like $40 million. Pretty crazy. Yeah, there is there gates. Yeah, there's definitely gates, hundred percent. But I just I ring the doorbell. That's called that's actually a different strategy. That's called drive knocking. So today I like to drive knock. It's a little more luxurious, a fancier car. <laughs> Instead of burning the, the the rubber and the soles of my shoe, I do some drive knocking. So, dude, tell me about drive knocking. You drive up to the gate and you ring on the the what is that ring? And then they right. see your face. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I see, they see my face, and I, 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 different different rhetoric comes out of my mouth at different times. Whatever I feel, um, maybe I'll say, "So sorry." I'll say, um, "I'll say, I'll say, I'm sorry to bother you, but my client saw your property on Google Maps, and she can kind of see it from the street. I know it's not for sale. You'd probably never want to sell it. Maybe you do, but he is a serial entrepreneur. He is a head of industry. You see him in Bloomberg. You see him on Forbes all the time, and." He would. He's looking for a property in the range of thirty to hundred million dollars. I don't know. We can discuss. Maybe you let me see your property. I'd, I'd do something like that. Or I'd, I'd let you. I'd let you in. I'd be like, yeah. You know what? Come in. There you go. All right. Or, or or I'd have to go call the business manager or the lawyer and see if it's available. Or or if it was on the market maybe years ago with a prior agent, I'll call that agent and, and kind of and Google and sniff around to see if the former listing agent would let me show it. And, and we can work a deal together. So there's lots of, lots of different strategies. And then obviously I just got into cold calling a bit and uh, that was really successful. I love it, dude. All right, so as you, as you grew and, and people started getting to know you and you got a lot of press, I'm sure you got a lot of opportunities to, to do other things, right? And you being of a entrepreneurial mind, right? You're always testing things out and you're like, what else can be better? What can be done? I remember the first time we ever met, it was at Inman, and it was with you getting nominated and winning. It was uh, 
Was it, was it the most entrepreneurial person of the year uh, or something? Innovate, innovator Award. Innovator Award. That's right. And you won for the company that you had created called, uh, I might be wrong, but is it Roofshot? Roofshoot. Yep. Roofshoot. Okay. Cool. So I thought that was awesome. That was my first introduction to you. I was like, dude, who is this guy? He's pretty cool. Thank you. Um, and noticing. Since, go ahead. Thank you for noticing that. <laughs> oh, dude, for sure. For sure. And since then, I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's pretty cool. We've talked. We've, we've uh, texted back and forth. But what what attracts you to creating something else outside of real estate? Because I, I see you do that continually. Even from what, the thing that you said, you, you created this company and it failed in 2009. What keeps you going towards that direction? Um, I love the idea that technology can scale to millions of people. And I was always fascinated with the MLS, the fact that I could get so much data in just sitting, you know, on the computer all day long, just sitting on the computer all day long and just getting access to all this information for potential sellers. And it blew me away that it's kind of fragmented business. And I just wanted to find an outlet where I could expand on uh, technology that's already out there to get me more leads. And so I could have an upper hand in the business. So all the entrepreneurial things I did in tech were actually, were always around real estate. Like I started the first site called Pocket Lister that, um, that was super cool that I wish I continued doing. And then I, that, that transitioned into roof shoot. And then I, I recently did, did another pivot that we'll talk about perhaps later on. Um, so really, yeah. Well, let's bring it up now, dude. What's, uh, what did you come up with? What is this? Cool. Right. Yeah. Ryla. So basically, my uh, my success was really hinged on in the beginning in Venice Beach, um, and then also in the Burr Streets and Trues and Beverly Hills. So I would go out and and get these pocket listings, right? Yeah, I get these sellers, right? I knock on their doors. I'm like, hey, do you want to sell? And they're like, yeah, maybe if you can bring me a buyer, right? So the only way I could uh, get buyers to the doors by you know taking photos and sharing with them with people, right? Mm-hmm. So I did that. I, I take photos on my, you know, on my old smartphone and my BlackBerry and my old iPhone, and then I press share to like all my contacts on my phone, and and I'd sit there for hours just, you know, sharing, 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 wow. getting sharing it with like agents, and it was, and that's the way. And then because they saw these photos that weren't on the multiple listing service, it brought like incredible value. Like buyers and agents were like, wow, where is this listing? I want to see it. I've never seen this photo on the MLS. So then that was like my aha moment. And I was like, oh, you know what? We need to create an app that is outside of the MLS that I can literally go up to any property off market or on market, take a bunch of photos, press enter, put the price in, press enter, and it goes into a feed. And I can literally press, I press share, and it can literally go to my entire network in two seconds. So, and then they can, then there's a button where it says contact me. And there's no app that does that. Right now, it's just, it, it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get, to, to list something on the MLS. You need a contract to list on the MLS. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wanna share someone else's listing, you have to uh, go on the MLS and share. So Rilla, Ryla, you can call it Rilla, you can call it Ryla. I What's started. The, how do you spell it? R I L A. What's R-I-L-A. the stand for? Where does that come from? 
Yeah. Like Shangri-La, find your special place in the world. Ah, got it. Yeah. Nice. So the idea is that you can go to any open house and it's like an Instagram feed. It's like Instagram for real estate, but you get, but you get, um, but you get leads. We're actually, we were just in Forbes magazine two days ago. Okay. Uh, they coined us the Instagram for real estate. Uh, we were in uh, the real deal talked about us Inman did a big article about us. The idea is that we want to give agents free leads. We want to take the power back. It used to be, you know, the MLS takes all of our data and then they sell it back to truly Zillowhomes.com, sell it back to us. And now they're kind of trying to cut us out of the business. Yep. So, well, what I'm, what I'm doing is going back to my roots and I want a quick way to share uh, a listing that, 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 that other buyers, the buyers have never seen before. So like on my Tuesday broker opens, I'll go to open houses and, and instead of leaving empty handed, I'll go and take 10 photos and create a listing on, on Rilla and it'll go in a feed. And if my photo leads a potential buyer to that listing, even if it's not my listing, I get the lead for free. So that's the ticket. That is like the ticket because right now, how are you driving traffic? So consumers find Rilla. Well, the the articles have been helping. We've gotten, we have thousands and thousands of impressions on on the app. So everyone's converging on on the app right now. So that's really awesome. Um, We've we've raised a ton of money. So we're advertising in, in, in all the big cities across, across the United States. So you're going to see more advertising uh, on the, on that level. And the best part of it, like check it out. So I went to an open house for like 5 million bucks, took a bunch of pictures, pressed post and boom, it goes into it. It went into my feed. And then I, there's a share button right on Rilla and I shared it to Facebook. And then if you have a business page, you got to have a business page, share that post to Facebook. If you press boost, I spent like 50 bucks. And I, by the next day, I had like 2,500 impressions. And I got two phone calls from agents. Wow. That was sharing someone else's listing. I couldn't have done that on the MLS. There's no, there's no way. It doesn't even let you do that. It's all about fast, getting things fast. And then the, the cool thing about Rilla is that once you, like right now on Rilla, I have 103 listings. A lot of them aren't even mine. But instead of going home and playing Fortnite or watching my favorite TV show, I'll look at, I'll look at all should be doing right i look at all my listings that i have and i'll be like share 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 and and i'll and i'll be getting tons of uh, i don't get tons of leads by the way the real app is is also sorry ask me questions that's awesome i'm just dude i'm just surprised uh, first two things one i just downloaded it right number one yeah this is really smooth man Wow. I have a question. This isn't the first time I've heard about a platform like this coming out. What is going to make you different or stand out versus anybody else trying to do something similar? Because this is a hot topic, right? Like, like cut out. We don't need Zillow. We don't need Realtor.com. We don't need the MLS. They're monopolizing your listings. So I love it. I think it's phenomenal. And I think it looks super sexy. Uh, but what's going to differentiate you? Well, I'm an agent creating this technology for agents. So I know what works because it's done. I, I built this for me to get more leads. So that's super important. And what you check this out. So I went to a house yesterday and I took like a hundred pictures on my, on my iPhone. So many. 
and I can't possibly sit there all day and, and upload all that content. So I shared all those photos with everyone in my office and uh, like I airdropped all those photos and then all those agents uh, added all those photos to my listing. So this app is all crowdsourced. So basically other agents are going, are going to, are, uh, other agents are going to add content to my listing. Do you understand that concept? Yep. So basically, if you go to my, if you go to like any listing, I, any listing on Rilla, you'll see that 15 other agents added content to that listing. But only my name, only my number is going to show up if they see my, say if my photo leads them to the listings. If I share the listing, my number shows up. But all these other, all the other great pictures that all the other agents share is on the listing. So it's giving like this incredible context to this listing because it's photos you can't find anywhere else. And that's what buyers want. I've learned that. That's what the buyers yeah, want. That's true, man. Well, can you explain that? Can you explain that though, Ben? Can you explain? Cause I think Tristan, you said, yeah, we understand, but I, I don't know that everybody will understand that. Well, when first, you say content, what does that mean? Let me, let me uh, add something right in between there though, that, that matches so that you understand where he's coming from. When okay. he met Ben, when you mentioned that when you were door knocking at, in Venice and in Beverly Hills, you mentioned that you would take pictures. You'd say, hey, I might have a buyer. Let me take some pictures. Then what he would do, Jeff, is he would go in and then message everybody that he thought would be interested one by one, right? So in essence, you fast forward to what this looks like, and I'm going through it right now. It's exactly what he was doing before, but now it's just in masks, which is brilliant. Ben, yeah. is it, I mean, is that where the idea came from? Okay, here, um, more, more clearly, on right now, Zillow, Homes.com, Realtor.com, what do they have? They have all the same photos. They're all the exact same, right? Yeah, everything's the same. So as an agent, what value are we bringing by sending a, sending a, a, a listing for an MLS to a potential buyer today? Zero. Nothing. You wanna, they want to know what the backyard looks like. They want to see if it's next to a freeway, next to the waterway. If there's a, if for, for good or for worse, you want to show a buyer what's up with that house. So you need, to go out that, you need to go out there and create a listing and add photos to that listing just to show them you know, what's up with you know, a different perspective that they don't see. It's like Yelp. Why is everyone on Yelp? Is it crowdsourced, right? Why is everyone on TripAdvisor? It's, you, you, it's crowdsourced. So there's no crowdsource app out there where agents can participate and put great content in there that are, that will are essentially little breadcrumbs of leads to bring to, to, to get out there because it's content you can't see anywhere else, and that's what it's all and that's what it's all and that's what it's all about. It's all about providing a rich, a different you know a rich con, rich content that uh, that people find valuable because. You know, they're like, wow, I never saw that picture. Where, even if it's listed, I, I, I put a, uh, a shared on the app a, a listing that's already on the MLS. They're like, oh, wow, what is that property? I'm like, it's actually already on the market. But they're like, well, I never saw that picture, you know, because it's like, you know, the man cave downstairs or something like that. No, that, that's true. Uh, Jeff, when we had when we talked to uh, Alan Dalton a month ago or last month, he mentioned when we were when we weren't recording, he mentioned that what Ben had created without knowing that Ben had created it um, was something that we should look to exactly. Uh, so that that's very interesting. Ben, 
uh, Alan Dalton is the ex-CEO of Realtor.com, and he's the current CEO of Real Living and president of uh, Berkshire Hathaway as a, as a, as a whole uh, smart smart dude. So that's very interesting that, that you brought that up like that. It's so, all, about, all about free leads. That, that's Right now, we're, we, we as realtors, we pay an absorbent amount of money for leads. So it's all about free leads. Also about control, though, too, right? I mean, you're kind of controlling the avenue that it goes down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm seeing right now there's an opportunity uh, on the app because it's really dominated by a very, very few people in certain areas. Like I'm, I'm watching this guy named uh, Michael Bonnie. Yeah. He, he seems to be taking lots of pictures in Beverly Hills <laughs> over other people. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So there's a big advantage right now if you go in and, and you pick your area and you just start taking lots of different pictures. And I mean, it, yeah, imagine if you started early on Instagram back in the day, you'd be a big influencer. So Yeah, dude. I love it, man. So how do you see this growing? What's the next phase of this? Because I, I love the idea behind this. So the next phase is we're gonna we're adding in social features because all these other all other these websites, uh, these other portals out there, it's very one-sided conversation. So we're adding content liking and if it's if it's if it's a hit or a miss um so we're adding in those social features and what else are we adding in we're adding in um price estimates that are going to be crowdsourced some really some really cool features that are that are going to elevate the, the realtor um also you know if you want to boost your listing it's always going to be for free the app is always the app and the leads are always going to be for free if you want extra leads perhaps down the line, you know, there'll be there'll be a, there'll be a pay gate to get extra leads, but um, uh, we're gonna the ability to add on to any listing is gonna be uh, will we'll be will be the next will be the next feature. I love that, dude. I love the progression of when you started door knocking and how it progressed to that next level, and then seeing what you've created based on based on your strengths. It's really cool to see that whole picture come together. A big part of it of my why I was successful is because, like I said, leveraging, right? So I got like, I had, I had, I had like ten sales, fifteen sales, hundred sales, right? And I was able to say that you know I did these sales, um, or I have these listings, right? So as a new agent getting out there, it's really hard because you don't have anything, right? You can't get in the game. It, 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 the only winners out there are you're like. Looking, you're so je- we're so jealous because we're looking at them less. We're looking at them and we're like, oh man, that guy's got all the listings. That guy's got all the listings, and it, we, we, that's why so many agents fail. We feel so defeated, right? Yeah, so, no, very true, man. I was like, so with Rilla, you can go, you you can go out and you can create hundreds of listings, and you can look like you have listings, and that is the name of the game. So a lot of these buyers will go on your profile and they'll be like, oh wow, you know, John's got. Debbie's got like 200 listings here and they're photos of stuff I've never seen before. And it's, and instead of, you know, on Zillow, you'll get a phone call and that agent has never been to the property, but on Rilla, the agent took a photo and actually been to the property so they can ask a question to that buyer. What happened also for listing agents, it's awesome too, because now you have all these agents converging on your open house. They take tons of photos and contribute to the one listing and they're like your ambassadors so now you now you have like instead of just all i have an open house and i have like 100 agents come through like oh this is so cool they leave empty-handed so now 
begging them like, please download Rilla so you can, <laughs> you can like push my listing. You know? That's true. Well, now, now it gives us an excuse to go to Brokers Opens and take a whole bunch of pictures and then throw yeah. them off to, to Rilla. Dude, two questions for you that I have, Jeff. And is it still uh, is it still located okay door knock the bird streets or did they make some rules because you were doing it? <laughs> no, you can you can you can still do it. You can definitely still do it. <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna go out today and hit and hit new construction. Actually, nice new, new construction is an amazing uh, because you know they don't have agents, so you see those green fences and then you stay connected with those the, 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 connected with those opportunities. You just bring the buyer, right? The possible buyer. Hey, can I bring a buyer? Can I bring another buyer, right? Bring another buyer, or, to, or just create a relationship with them and and show them, you know, what I sold, what what sold the neighborhood. Um, just you know, stay in touch with them. Try to get that listing meeting and convince them to uh, to give you that listing. Dude, so, dude, that's that's a hell of a testament there, Tristan. No, I mean, you know, LabCode Agency is built around helping agents grow their business. Listen to this guy who's been in the business for ten to fifteen years is going out today, he, he's super successful, and he's gonna go out and door knock. You have to. I, it's, it's insane, I mean, but how many agents do you talk to every single day? Like, ah, yeah, I don't like, I'm not gonna do that. I mean, okay, so if, if you don't wanna go do that, then I, I hate to just do shameless, I'm not doing shameless pushing of the app, but go use the app and go and go, and go shoot content so you have listings. And then, and then sit, sit at home, Instead of you don't like door knocking, do something. Right. You know, get out there, get off your ass and like and like shoot content and, and make listings. It's so easy. Don't just sit on the MLS and send it what everyone else is doing. Do do something different. You know, show why you're special. Bring that to the table. So um, very true, man. Very true. Next question, Ben. Jeff and I and Nick, who's not here with us, at the very beginning, we went through and we said what care bear we were. I know you heard when we were talking about Care Bears. Uh, what Care Bear would you be if you were a Care Bear? What Care Bear would you be? I would be that little grumpy bear only because I liked him a lot, not because I'm grumpy. That little cloud, remember the little cloud bear? No, that was, was the blue one. That's the blue one. Is there any psychiatrist shrink bear? I'll <laughs> <laughs> like, make one just for you. Uh, I what shifted this conversation to Smurfs, man, because there's then, a lot more Smurfs, I think. No, but check this out. Ben's Care Bear is going to have the the uh, logo Rilla on it with a little cloud, right? That would be perfect. We're too old that people don't even know what Care Bears are. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah, don't tell them about 1977, then, Tristan. Oh, dude. Yeah, we we created a Facebook group called 1977 just, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we were both born, born that year. Oh, that's funny. Dude, uh, so, uh, Jeff, anything you want to add? No, I think this has been great. I want to say something about, about helping agents. Go. Um, there's a lot of big agents out there, and they they have clients looking for some massive deals, and they're so busy. So go out there in your office and ask these big agents what they're looking for, and then go out and find it and bring it to them. And you may be able to connect the dots there. I think that, that, that's – Dude, you know, that's actually super huge. You should have led with that, damn it. That was <laughs> – that was really good. Hold on. I mean, I might be, I might sell like a house that's like a hundred and something million dollars soon because I did that, and um, that's going to be it's going to be big news. So, it, it, and I, I just did it because I asked. I'm, I'm not able to put those houses on Rilla because they're <laughs> they're pretty big. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Uh, Dude, I'm just gonna go all around Malibu now and do this. Off of Rilla, be like, who's this Tristan guy who owns all of Malibu? <laughs> uh, move over, Chris Cortazzo. 
Chris is awesome. Chris yeah. is awesome, dude. Love that guy. Yeah. All right. Well, any, anything you want to add, Jeff or Ben? I, I love it. I, I will say this. I think it, this this podcast has been great because a lot of them are very segmented to you know a certain strategy or a certain person, maybe to brokers, maybe to a new agent. And you just gave some total, you know, some some awesome nuggets to both. That's you're getting if you if you're just getting starting started out, you could totally model what you did to build your career. Uh, but also, I mean, you, you talk about what you're doing today and and not only just the door knocking, but the real, I mean, this has been awesome, Ben. I really appreciate your time today. It's been great. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Huge, huge value, Ben. Really appreciate it, man. We'd love to have you on the webinar portion of this into Lab Code Agents. So let's plan on that as well. But yeah, let's do huge it. Huge value. Cool. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Let me, yeah. let me, let me yeah. plug. Absolutely. Thank you. And again, as we say every time at the end of the podcast, if you if you like what you heard today, please make sure you share. Please make sure you give us feedback, comments, like, love, all those good things. Uh, make sure you let the word be known. Ben just shared with you because we're sharing with you. It's all about sharing. So thanks again for listening today. Ben, thanks for being on. Thank you. Bye for now. Ciao. Agents Podcast.